I'm your moderator, Chris Paul. Let's be reasonable. Down here on the range, the gate is open wide. You know what to do. It's high noon for Friday, September 10th, 2021. Follow the podcast on the Telegram Messenger app at t.me slash I'm your moderator or join the discussion thread at t.me slash I'm reasonable. You can also find me on Gab and Getter at I'm Your Moderator. The Substack is I'm Your Moderator and the merch site is CancelCouture.com or go direct to shop.spreadshirt.com slash cancel dash couture. Today is the 233rd day of Barack Obama's third term as served by the half-dead, demented, degenerate, ventriloquist dummy, fake proxy president Joe Biden, who was overwhelmingly compromised by the Chinese Communist Party the patriarch of one of the most corrupt families in American history and the father of one of the most despicable sons to ever walk the earth. That's Hunter Biden. So congratulations, commies. You have all the experts and all the authoritative sources and all the best media and all the best degrees from all the best universities. And somehow, Your very, very competent arguments have only convinced about 35% of the country that you're right. And even that number is shrinking. You're losing your grip on the people, Kami. Don't you understand? And how could that be, Kami? How could it be? You guys are the ones who follow the data, you follow the science, you listen to the experts, you read all the fact checks so that you can know that the other people who say the no-no things are dumb and wrong and have no idea what they're talking about. In fact, every claim they make, it's always wrong. You just go to a fact check and you find out, oh, look at that, they're wrong again. Guess we don't need to ever deal with them. We don't even need to take their position seriously. And when your very good argument fails once again, again and again and again and again and again, what then, Kami? Well, you see, your argument is not failing because you're wrong and don't know what you're talking about and nothing you ever say matches up to everyone else's visible, tangible reality in the world around them. That's not the problem. The problem is that everyone who doesn't already agree with you is just simply too stupid, too ignorant, and too evil to understand what you're saying. So you know what the answer is? At that point, You just stop trying to convince them it's time to use force. Right, Kami? That's what's next. The people won't agree with you. That's clear. And you can just 
You can keep on trying, making the same arguments over and over and over again as the world continues to prove that you are not telling the truth over and over and over again. Or you can just use force. Just use force, Kami. Use the force. It is this important to show everyone else that you are right. There's only one way we're going to save the world, and it's by you commies using force. So go ahead and do it. Now, if that sounds like a bad idea to you, commie, then perhaps you are beginning to realize that you signed up to play for the wrong team. And if you're coming around, we're all very happy to hear it. In fact, we would love to invite you to migrate back to America. All you have to do is leave the stupid and evil communist ideas behind. Just let them go completely. Forget about that little picture of utopia that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez painted you. You know it's going to be all sunshine and big polar ice caps from here on out if we just do what you say because you're the smart one. Everything will be perfect. People of an infinite number of genders will just be protesting together, even though everything is already perfect. That is just such a wonderful world to dream about. I know, Kami. I know. But you're not going to get there, okay? You guys actually have no idea what you're talking about. And no idea how to complete any of your goals. All of your agenda gets rejected or fails immediately. It is among the most evil and simultaneously most incompetent plans imaginable. And if you're the kind of person who has woken up to that fact now, well, you're not too late. Okay. The door is still open. Come on in and make your amends, of course. You know, say your apologies. You have inadvertently joined a hate group and you need to make your way out of it. That's going to require some apologizing. But the good thing is we are all in a position where we are happy to accept your apology and welcome you back to America as we continue the project of making a more perfect union together. Doesn't it sound lovely, Kami? And if you're at that point, then you, my friend, are a redeemable communist. And with that, I would love to extend a warm Friday high noon welcome to all of the redeemable communists out there. Hello, commies. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad you're here. Just keep on listening. Couple weeks. Give me a couple of weeks. And I'm going to get you out of all those child-brained communist positions that you had just moments ago. You will be American again. I promise you that much. Just got to make your amends with everyone who you've been awful to throughout this entire time. And don't even pretend you haven't done it. Yes, you have. And the thing is, Kami, it's getting a little late in the game for you to still be defending the positions you have defended. I know that you are extremely concerned and extremely scared of admitting that you have been wrong this whole time, okay? I understand how scary that is. 
But you got to consider this, okay? This thing is only going one direction, and there's only one possible conclusion, all right? There is no scenario where you can continue to support Joe Biden and the Democrat Communist Party and not be seen by everyone as a supporter of Nazism. Okay, that's it. That is your only option if you choose to continue down this road. You can't ignore it. You can't avoid it. You have made this decision. You have announced this decision to your friends and family members. You have taken pride in this decision in your discussions. You have reinforced this decision with friends and family members and people online, by the way, if you're someone that speaks out regularly on social media or you happen to have a larger platform, you have hundreds of followers or thousands of followers or millions of followers. If you have spoken out before those people about political issues in support of the Democrat Communist Party and in support of this covid narrative, the Black Lives Matter narrative, all of it. If you're that person and you've been doing that for the last 18 months or the last five years, doesn't matter. But the last 18 months, if you're still doing that right now, September 10th, 2021, if that's you, there is no one in your life who doesn't know which side you've been on. Okay. You've shown everybody. You tell everybody and many of you tell everybody as often as you can. Some of you just made the decision, felt very self-righteous, and then just bowed right back out of political talk completely. You're like, oh, well, you know, I did my job. I got Donald Trump out of there. And now, now I don't really pay attention. <laughs> That's not some excuse. That's not the great argument you think it is, Kami. It really, really isn't. The argument that you have simply ignored what's happening as the Democrat Communist Party has devolved and exposed itself as exactly the militant brand of communism, Nazism, fascism. Take your pick. Each one applies in different scenarios. They all all the historical parallels are valid right now, by the way. And those are not somehow those philosophies are not somehow in a necessary opposition where you can't apply them all to this scenario. They all apply directly to this scenario. They are all collectivist ideologies. That's how we get here. OK, they have far more in common than they have differentiating them. They are one and the same. And if you can't see it by now, I don't know what to tell you. Okay. Famed leftist feminist author, Naomi Wolf, author and activist, I should say, Naomi Wolf was on the war room yesterday in the afternoon after Biden's speech wrapped up. And she said, that what we are experiencing right now is a full-on biofascist coup, okay? That's not my words. I know I'm a hardliner, okay? That much should be obvious 
to every single person who listens to this show. And I know that for a very long time, people are like, you know, you're really going too hard after this stuff. You got to kind of find that middle ground. No, I don't. That would indicate that my priority is catering to people's sensitivities. That is not my priority at all. Okay. My priority is telling people the truth in so far as I can understand it and analyze it and communicate it. That's my priority. There is no other priority. Well, I mean, I'm trying to be entertaining while I'm doing it. If I can, if people find me entertaining, that's great. But ultimately, the information is the only priority. Making sure that the information stream is functional is the priority. Being an armory of ideas for all of you so that you can have ways that you can converse about these issues with the people in your life, with your boss, with whoever. I'm trying to make it so you all can defend yourselves and knock down these awful communist arguments that are probably flying at you every day in your normal life. That's my priority. Okay. My priority is not catering to people's sensitivities. So yeah, I'm a hardliner. I've gone hard at it the entire time. Oh, he's so wrong. He's so wrong. Okay. Okay. Kami, am I wrong? Am I wrong? What did Joe Biden just say yesterday? If I'm so wrong, how is it that 10 months after this fraudulent election, 10 months, it's been more than 10 months since the media told the country that they had decided who the new president would be and that it would be the representative from the Democrat Communist Party who stole the election. The media decided it. The media told everybody and enough people believed it. So here we are. Ten months later, one of the most prominent leftists and feminists of probably the last, what, 20 years, 25 years, is now apologizing for her affiliation with the Democrat Communist Party, straight up apologizing. I'm not making that up. Watch the clip. She apologizes. She said, it turns out it's my side. Yes, it is your side. In her own words, she said it was her team that ushered in full-on tyranny. That's what she said. A bio-fascist coup, okay? These are not my words. These are words of a prominent leftist, progressive, feminist activist. One of the most prominent, the sort of person who is a hero to young feminists, a biofascist coup. That is her reaction to Joe Biden's speech. That's how heinous Joe Biden's speech was. So I'm a hardliner. I've always been a hardliner. I don't hide that. I've also been right. And now prominent leftists are on board with that same exact position. Everyone in the country can see what's going on, okay? The people who are pretending that this is not what Naomi Wolf says it is, what I say it is, and what many other perceptive observers have been calling it as well, the people who are pretending it's not that, they are lying, okay? They're simply dyed in the wool, stick to your guns, communists, who don't see any other way out of this. 
They don't have enough personal integrity to admit they're wrong. They are too scared to admit they're wrong. They're too weak to admit they're wrong, or they're too ignorant to even know they're wrong because they are 100% dialed in and addicted to the central narrative. So they somehow still think they are right. They think the unvaccinated are a problem. They think the coronavirus is a pandemic still and a major threat to public health and that the only way to get out of it is to make sure that everybody in the country agrees to submit to being part of a medical experiment by injecting themselves with an experimental gene therapy that does absolutely nothing to stop you from getting the disease or spreading the disease or getting sick from the disease or dying from the disease. It doesn't do any of those things. I'm sorry. I know you were told at the beginning it has a 95% efficacy rate. And back then, of course, it did prevent you from getting the disease. And then it turns out, oh, you can still get the disease, but you're not going to have any bad outcomes. You're not going to get really sick. You're not going to die. And then it turns out, oh, yeah, you can get really sick or die, but it's very rare. And then it turns out it's actually all the time. You can get sick and die from the coronavirus just the same, if not worse. And by the way, it may well be worse if you're vaccinated. So the vaccine does absolutely nothing and is not a vaccine, of course, I know. It makes it so that there are more variants. It is possible that people will have antibody-dependent enhancement and the vaccine will simply give them an autoimmune disorder for the rest of their lives. It could destroy their heart tissue. Oh, there's so many options. But one thing that is not an option with vaccines is that they can crush the virus or give us a world of zero COVID. Those things are not possible with the vaccine. The vaccine does absolutely nothing to achieve either of those goals. And there is no possibility that it ever will. All right. That's where we are. That is the actual state of play here. But nonetheless, the fake president comes out and tries to terrorize Americans. And I don't use that phrase lightly. That's literally what he's doing. He is trying to make Americans scared for their freedom, their safety and their ability to earn a livelihood to take care of themselves and their family. He is saying flat out to Americans, do this or I'm going to ruin your life. I cannot imagine ever in the history of any free nation has a quote unquote leader ever shown more outward contempt for the opposition party, and indeed for the average citizen, okay? Because it is the average citizen that is Joe Biden's adversary. The only people still on that team are what we call elites and elites of a certain type. Elites of that type whose primary objective in life is protecting their status as elites. There are actually people arguing in favor of Biden's position. And the people doing so are doing so knowing 
that what they are supporting now is indeed fascism, Nazism, communism, a biofascist coup. Joe Biden did not win the election, and now he is mandating that everyone take part in a medical experiment that may well kill them or leave them sterile or harm their children, all sorts of options. They're now studying women's menstruation as affected by this vaccine after months of telling women there was no effect, that that was a conspiracy theory, and that it's okay for pregnant mothers to take the vaccine while pregnant. Turns out that might not be true. But, hey, we were just following the science, right? Let's actually go in and listen to some of what the fake president had to say. This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. And it's caused by the fact that despite America having unprecedented and successful vaccination program, despite the fact that for almost five months, free vaccines have been available in 80,000 different locations, we still have nearly 80 million Americans who have failed to get the shot. And to make matters worse, there are elected officials actively working to undermine the fight against COVID-19. Instead of encouraging people to get vaccinated and mask up, they're ordering mobile morgues for the unvaccinated dying from COVID in their communities. Mobile morgues. Got that? There must be just bodies piling up, just like at the beginning of the pandemic. Remember when that happened? Oh, no, you don't because it didn't happen? Good point. It didn't happen. COVID cases are actually on the way down right now. Joe Biden wouldn't bother mentioning that. He has the whole Pat Oswalt view on everything. He's saving lives. You just can't see it. It's a pandemic of the unvaccinated. And the more they use this phrase, obviously, the more we can see what they mean by this phrase. They are trying to essentially say that being unvaccinated is itself the disease. Okay, that is what they are transferring meaning to. So anyone who doesn't support the vaccine regime loud and proud is someone we should be suspicious of as a carrier of the vaccine, potentially a no, no person. He is intentionally dividing the country along this line. And the governors, they just don't want to help in the fight against COVID-19. The very powerful fight they're waging by doing what exactly? All they are doing to wage this very important fight is telling people to get vaccinated on television and hiring celebrities to tell people to get vaccinated on television and making social media companies censor American speech so that no one will have any reason to even consider that getting the experimental gene therapy might not be in their best interest. That is the full extent of their fight against COVID-19. Oh, and masking, of course. Can't forget about the masking. They've been doing it for almost a year and a half, 
hasn't worked anywhere at all. There's absolutely no proof in the world that it has worked. And of course, there's no proof that it could work because there's no mechanism by which masks can stop viral transmission. And everyone knows it. Now, the other crazy thing to keep in mind in what Joe Biden is spinning out in this speech is that the definition of unvaccinated includes people who have not taken the vaccine at all, people who have taken one shot but are not, quote unquote, fully vaccinated, and people who have taken their second shot less than two weeks ago. So when they talk about the statistics of the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated, you've got to understand that what counts as unvaccinated is all that stuff. Okay, so if someone gets vaccinated and within the next three days of their full vaccination, they have problems from the vaccine. Those problems are actually occurring in an unvaccinated person, according to them. Does that sound crazy? Yes, it does. If your first inclination upon me saying that is to think that I must be wrong and then dismiss the claim. Cool. Okay, Kami, go with that. But you could just go look it up and find out for yourself that I'm right about that. And then understand from that fact alone how truly dystopian and Orwellian this conversation is from the beginning, all right? All of this is completely disconnected from any scientific reality. All of it is anti-science. These people are not following the science at all. And the only way you could even say that they are is by assuming, as Anthony Fauci does, that whatever Anthony Fauci says or whatever the CDC says or whatever the FDA says, all of that, as soon as they say it and because they have said it, it immediately becomes the science. Let's hear more from the degenerate fake president. These are the facts. So here's where we stand. The path ahead, even with the Delta variant, it's not nearly as bad as last winter. But what makes it incredibly more frustrating is that we have the tools to combat COVID-19 and a distinct minority of Americans, supported by a distinct minority of elected officials, are keeping us from turning the corner. These pandemic politics, as I refer to, are, are, make, are making people sick, causing unvaccinated people to die. We cannot allow these actions to stand in the way of protecting the large majority of Americans who have done their part. I want to get back to life as normal. Got it. So it's a very distinct portion of Americans and a very distinct portion of politicians who are ruining it for everyone. According to the illegitimate president, he's saying that we are doing better now than we were a year ago when there was no vaccine at all. We're doing better now, but it's important to mandate the vaccine that doesn't work. We need to make everyone take it or else we will never get back to normal. 
And it turns out that not everyone is going to take it. So I guess we can never get back to normal. Of course, even if everyone did take it, we would still never get back to normal. If you don't understand that yet, Kami, I don't know what's wrong with you. Two weeks to slow the spread has now turned into 18 months of a biofascist coup, according to leftists. What normal are you still seeking, Kami? What kind of person would actually believe Joe Biden when he says that? And what does normal look like now? In the very same speech, the fake president started talking about booster shots. He said, well, I don't know when the booster shots are going to happen or even if they are. We're going to leave that entirely to the FDA and the CDC. He said they will make the decision. Right? Because he's got to trust the science. So it's going to be their decision about whether or not Americans will be forced to get booster shots of a of a vaccine that doesn't work. He's going to let the FDA and CDC decide based on the science, based on the data, whether or not we need booster shots. But just so you know that they're all ahead of it. The fake administration has already purchased Millions upon millions of doses of the booster shot. Isn't that great? They don't know what the variants are going to look like. They're not sure that we'll even need booster shots. Well, the science just hasn't said yet, but we bought the booster shots just to get ahead of everything. Don't know whether or not the booster shots are going to work on that variant at all. There's no way to know that. But we, we got to get those shots in those arms. And the thing is, once they say the booster shots are good, then it's only a matter of a couple of weeks before the vaccinated, the fully vaccinated become the unvaccinated again. And then they will be part of the disease class until they agree to get their booster shot. And then as soon as that happens, then we can go back to normal. Actually, not as soon as that happens. As soon as that happens, we get back to to I mean. Uh, like pretty much where we are right now, actually. So once the booster shot comes out and that initial round of people goes and gets the booster shot so that they can go back to being fully vaccinated rather than temporarily being no-no people, that will get us back to this position right now where we'll be able to go back to normal once everybody else agrees to get the booster. Okay? So... We're going to try to get up to 100% before the booster comes out because otherwise everybody's going to die. But once the booster comes out, everybody's going to be unvaccinated again until you get that booster shot. Once you get the booster, you can be fully vaccinated. And then once everybody else gets the booster, then we can go back to normal until... The CDC and FDA tell us that another booster is necessary because it turns out that the leaky vaccine that they have been putting shots in people's arms with has accelerated the speed of the variant mutations. And now every variant is vaccine resistant, of course, because they wouldn't be varying and surviving If the vaccine actually eliminated them. So the strains that are vaccine resistant are the ones that will keep circulating. Isn't that amazing how that works? 
So they are actively creating vaccine resistant variants. This is on their theory, by the way, right? Assuming everything they say about the science, this is where we're at. Okay, I'm not saying I am bought into this theory. I'm describing their theory of the case. So they have this leaky vaccine that is creating variants that will be vaccine resistant. So sorry, you were fully vaccinated, but now you are one of the unvaccinated, which means that you're going to stand in line outside of CVS when they release the new booster shot as if you're going to get the brand new iPhone. And you've been trained into such ridiculous behavior as standing outside a store so that you can spend money on a product. You totally took that training and now you embody it. And so when they ring the bell and say, you need a booster shot, well, you're going to be right out there with all the rest of the very good commies. And you're going to show everybody how very good you are. Look how very good and moral that person is. Look how smart they must be to understand the science so well. This is not about freedom or personal choice. It's about protecting yourself and those around you, the people you work with, the people you care about, the people you love. Uh, excuse me, fake president. I think you just said as uh, fake president of the United States that this isn't about freedom or personal choice. And the thing is, it is about that. And what you're saying is that you don't care about freedom and personal choice. And that's obvious. We get that. That's very cool. OK, thank you for admitting it. Thank you for telling us just how much of a communist dictator you are, despite your illegitimacy. But the other thing you just said was that this is about protecting yourself and those around you and the people that you love. And it's interesting that you have noted that because that right there is exactly why we aren't getting the vaccine. My job as president is to protect all Americans. Okay, now you're making sense. So great. That means that no one has to participate in a potentially dangerous medical experiment if they don't want to. That's what protecting all Americans is. And in fact, your job is to protect the Constitution of the United States of America. Thanks very much. So tonight, I'm announcing that the Department of Labor is developing an emergency rule to require all employers with 100 or more employees that together employ over 80 million workers to ensure their workforces are fully vaccinated or show a negative test at least once a week. Now, you see, this is something that people haven't been talking too much about, but Understand what Joe Biden's speech actually is, okay? What Joe Biden's speech is, is a direct overt threat against American citizens, all right? It is just PR. He is trying to scare people. He's trying to distract them from all of the other terrible things happening in his fake administration right now, whether it's the awful slave trade at the southern border of the United States of America, whether it's the awful withdrawal from Afghanistan and the fact that he essentially allowed, if not 
directly caused the death of 13 American service members, as well as something like 170 civilians in Afghanistan, in that Afghanistan disaster. His legitimacy in terms of people actually thinking that he won the election is dropping like a stone. He's around 70% of the country now, according to recent polls, who believe that Joe Biden won due to cheating. Inflation is rising. Military members are quitting. There is absolutely nothing that Joe Biden's fake administration can point to that they have done well at all. It has been an unmitigated disaster for the entire time. The fact that the media covers for them and makes it look like somehow they're very effective against the coronavirus. That means nothing. This is a fake administration in absolute freefall. And they know it. And that's why they're doing this stuff. But Joe Biden didn't actually set any policy yesterday. Okay. You just heard him say that he is directing the Department of Labor to develop an emergency rule. All right. He didn't just put something into effect and now every American's life is changed. He made a PR move, hoping that he could scare the country into believing him. And of course, it's going to fail. And naturally, everyone's going to take the bait. And by the way, I don't feel bad talking about this, but I also don't think that this should be a conversation that anyone focuses on past today, right? Just don't comply. The response is very easy. I'm doing this to make sure that you understand without any doubt or equivocation, these people hate you, okay? They are evil. The administration is evil. It is fake. It is illegitimate. And they are doing exactly what the Nazis did. If you still support it, that is what you are supporting. Those are the takeaways. All right. I'm just giving you the highlights so that you know what this person is actually saying. And of course, what I think that means. He goes on shortly after that to say that he has signed executive orders to mandate that all federal employees get vaccinated and that contractors who do business with the federal government all make their employees get vaccinated, too. That stuff he has taken executive action on, he says. Now, when he says that all federal workers have to get the vaccine, he's not talking about the White House. And Jack Posobiec last night actually um, published a, a screenshot or a picture of the email that they sent out to White House employees that straight up tells them they don't actually have to get vaccinated. They want them to, of course, but they don't have to do it. So there's no mandate on the people right around Joe Biden. There's just a mandate on normal federal workers, not the special federal workers, the normal ones, except also they're not mandating it for the postal workers because they can't afford to have the postal workers get upset at them. Not with these elections going on that they have to steal, that the postal workers help them steal through mail-in ballots. And I know you're going to think, well, that's extreme. You can't just cast aspersions like that on postal workers. Well, sure I can. It's true. Is it true for all postal workers? Of course not. 
Okay, I'm not actually casting aspersions on postal workers. I am saying a fact. It is a fact that the postal workers have been involved in election fraud. Okay, that is out there. That is not hard to find. And until you come up with another rationale why the postal workers might not have to participate in the vaccine program, I'm going to go ahead and continue to assert that that's the reason right there. The funny thing is that with these certain exemptions for postal workers and for White House staff, etc., he's admitting, and the fake administration is admitting, that people don't actually want to participate in this vaccine nonsense. Okay? If he mandated it for the postal workers, they would get upset and then and then they can't be secret allies. And don't forget, they're also trying to set up the U.S. Postal Service as almost a branch of American intelligence. So they have special needs for the Postal Service. They can't upset them. Second piece of my plan is continuing to protect the vaccinated. For the vast majority of you who've gotten vaccinated, I understand your anger at those who haven't gotten vaccinated. I understand the anxiety about getting a breakthrough case. But as the science makes clear, if you're fully vaccinated, you're highly protected from severe illness, even if you get COVID-19. In fact, Recent data indicates there is only one confirmed positive case per 5,000 fully vaccinated Americans per day. Okay, so let me make sure I got the math right here, right? So they say that nearly 180 million Americans have been fully vaccinated, all right? So one out of every 5,000 of them gets COVID every day, right? That's what he said. And so if you divide 180 million by 5,000, you get 36,000, okay? So there's 36,000 breakthrough cases a day. That's what Joe Biden just said. If, you know, if the math is correct, which no one can depend on whatsoever because they change the statistics to whatever they need anytime they want. But 36,000 breakthrough cases a day among totally vaccinated people. That sounds like an awful lot. But that's not the worst part of that little segment. The worst part of that little segment is him telling Americans who are vaccinated that he understands their anger toward the unvaccinated. What could be more obviously divisive than telling one group of people that he understands why they don't like the other half of American society? The fake president just said that. And today he was out talking to some school about how the school children need to get vaccinated. And then he said that he needs Americans to come together. He doesn't understand why there's so much division. This has never been how we've responded to crises before. Hey, Joe, you're the crisis. And Americans actually are uniting against that crisis. That's what the polling shows. And let's also make sure that we we get to this part. I just want to highlight this. We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin. 
and your refusal has cost all of us. So please do the right thing. Your patience is wearing thin? Well, here's the thing, Joe. Our patience is also wearing thin, and you should be overjoyed that our patience runs so deep. Because you have been sitting illegitimately in the White House for nine months. You did not win the election, Joe, and everyone knows it. And rather than your adversaries handling things the way your allies handle them by running around the streets and burning down people's businesses and shooting people. We have taken local action and we have informed our neighbors and we have convinced the public that our perspective is correct. That's what we've done. Your patience is wearing thin, Joe. What are you going to do? Huh? What are you going to do? You fake president. There's nothing you can do. Idle threat after idle threat after idle threat. And you hope the media does your bidding. You hope the media actually convinces people because you have no power whatsoever. Joe Biden, you fake president. Let me be blunt. My plan also takes on elected officials and states that are undermining you and these life-saving actions. Right now, local school officials are trying to keep children safe in a pandemic while their governor picks a fight with them and even threatens their salaries or their jobs. Talk about bullying in schools. If they'll not help, if these governors won't help us beat the pandemic, I'll use my power as president to get them out of the way. Joe Biden, a man who took an oath, I mean, obviously lying while taking it, but took an oath to uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States, is now saying that he is going to get governors out of the way. He's going to use his power as fake president to get the governors out of the way because he's mad that they are undermining His mandates about masking or schools, particular mandates about masking in this case. And the funny thing is, you know, he gave this speech yesterday in the afternoon, obviously. Just a little while ago, the courts in Florida have upheld Ron DeSantis's ban on mask mandates in school. They agreed with DeSantis that he actually can stop schools from doing something so ridiculous. So once again, Biden has failed. And you got to realize this in the bigger picture. No one respects this man's authority. He has no authority. And that is the right amount of authority to expect a fake president to have when they have not actually won an election. Joe Biden got way fewer votes than Donald Trump and way fewer electoral college votes. Joe Biden is not the president. Joe Biden has not been the president and Joe Biden never will be president. This is all a farce. Okay, it is a stage play. They are hoping that they convince enough of the country 
that somehow their fantasy world is reality. And if enough people believe it, then somehow it becomes true. You already missed the boat, Joe. It doesn't turn around and come back the other way. They are shedding support. People are waking up every day and realizing what this is. And they want no part of it. And here's my personal favorite part. Today, tonight, I'm announcing that the Transportation Safety Administration, the TSA, will double the fines on travelers that refuse to mask. If you break the rules, be prepared to pay. And by the way, show some respect. The anger you see on television toward flight attendants and others doing their job is wrong. It's ugly. Show some respect. Follow the rules or prepare to pay. And don't get mad when someone is acting like a petty little tyrant, even though they are a stewardess. And by the way, no disrespect to flight attendants, but I'm not going to listen to your orders about what I need to do with emergency use medical devices, which is what these masks are. Masks do not help anything. They do not work. They have never worked. There is no chance that they could work. There has been no outbreak on a plane anywhere in the world this entire time. And people weren't wearing masks on planes for quite a long time. There is no danger on a plane. There is no danger on a train. There is no danger anywhere except in Joe Biden's brain. I'm Dr. Seuss. And so we, we remain at a critical moment, a critical time. We have the tools. Now we just have to finish the job with truth, with science, with confidence. And together as one nation. Look, we're the United States of America. There's nothing, not a single thing we're unable to do if we do it together. So let's stay together. God bless you all and all those who continue to serve on the front lines of this pandemic. And may God protect our troops. Get vaccinated. Now, Joe Biden is so disturbing to watch, honestly, between the the whispering and the shouting and the hand gestures that are rehearsed and totally detached from the things he's saying to the emotionalizing to the slapping of the table at the end like we're all just pals get vaccinated who does he think is listening to him this stuff is nuts to me it really is. And Joe Biden has gone through his entire career like this. He has always been acting like he is somehow in control of things or that he has ideas or that he knows how to respond to things. Joe Biden has always been a very, very dumb man. OK, Joe Biden was an average student at average schools. 
Joe Biden got into office at a young age because he was so easily controllable and corruptible. He has done nothing but sell his office for 50 years. That is who Joe Biden is. He is morally weak. He is intellectually weak. There is nothing redeeming about Joe Biden. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. He is not a good family man. He is not good at his job. He is not honest. He is not nice. Joe Biden is an incompetent, malignant narcissist. Joe Biden is a racist who was mentored by a Klansman. Joe Biden is a pervert and sexual degenerate who showered with his nine-year-old daughter. She described it in her own diary as inappropriate showers with my father at age nine. Inappropriate showers. Joe Biden's son, Hunter, is one of the most despicable sons to ever walk the earth. I'm not joking when I say that. Joe made him that way, okay? Hunter Biden is a crack addict and a sex addict likely as a result of childhood trauma inflicted by Joe Biden and Joe Biden's awful degenerate wife who might be even more low class than Joe Biden is. And I don't mean class like uh, financially or socially. I mean, she is a low grade human. Okay. There is nothing redeeming about Jill Biden. And even Hunter agrees with that. And yet he thinks that the way he delivers a speech is connecting with Americans. He knows that no one takes him seriously. So he tries to make his actions more forceful. He's trying to show power in the place of having actual authority. But the more he does that, the clearer it becomes that he has no actual power. None of the stuff he listed in this speech will ultimately be implemented or have its desired effect. Okay. These policies only exist to divide the country and to cost people their livelihoods if they choose not to submit, which I hope they do not, by the way. Everybody needs to just be completely non-compliant. That is it. You do not take orders from these people. They have no power or authority under law or morality to be making these demands of anybody. Do not follow them. It's so simple. And if you do follow them, if you do choose to submit because your job is so important, because you can't figure out a way to get through life any other way, then you need to understand that you are complying with what Naomi Wolf calls a biofascist coup. Do not comply. Now, as I've said before, Jack Posobiec always seems to have some well-placed sources. He himself says he has uh, sources within the White House, White House staffers who will uh, be in touch with him and let him know what's going on. He always seems to have an inside scoop. And honestly, he does seem to be accurate with most of it. So yesterday, after the speech was over, he tweeted out, uh, Kamala had little to nothing to do with the COVID speech today. That makes total sense, obviously. Ron Klain and Fauci all had hands in. 
Jill wanted to go full Australia per White House official. Okay, so there you go. His chief of staff, Anthony Fauci and his dumbass wife are the ones responsible for this speech. They are all in on medical tyranny. And we have to pretend somehow that Jill Biden has authority over any American. Now, Joe did not get elected, but Jill certainly did not get elected. And I know Jill is a doctor. I understand. She must be very smart. She did get her doctorate for writing a pretty bad paper about community colleges. So she must know what she's talking about when it comes to the coronavirus. Jill wanted to go full Australia. See, you got to understand, man, these people think that their title, the title that they have stolen and usurped, allows them the authority and power commensurate with that office when held legitimately. But it doesn't. Their title means nothing. And they have realized this. They have realized that Americans do not listen to them, but they don't actually realize that in itself. What they realize is that the resistance to what they want to do is more resistance than they are comfortable with. And so they think that they can overpower that resistance through using the authority of their office. They actually think that everyone who doesn't agree with them is some sort of little pissant, some little peon, some slave, some serf that they can just boss around. That is what they think of the American public. Jill wants to go full Australia. Jill Biden doesn't have any say in anything. And the truth is, neither does Joe Biden. And you can listen to him for five minutes and understand that Joe Biden doesn't know what room he's in. These people are absolutely pathetic. Now, all of that said, okay, I know I just went off about this for 55 minutes. I understand. But let's just leave that there. All right. This Joe Biden speech and these vaccine policies are not worth another day of discussion past today. All right. It's good that everybody knows what he has said. It's good that we pick it apart and analyze it just so that we understand exactly where we are vis-a-vis the fake president. But after that, there is nothing else of substance going on here. Okay. The mandates are never going to work. Everyone just needs to not comply. All right. Joe Biden, they can't even mandate the citizens do something. So what he's trying to do is use the federal government to overpower small businesses and then hurt them. I suppose with the IRS, but he's mandating that the businesses mandate vaccines for their workers. He's taking all the moral weight of this decision and pushing it on to small business owners and I guess big business owners as well. But he is making them be the bad guy and put the mandate in place. And, you know, even the people I got to suspect, even the people that voted for this Nazi. When they are told that they have to go tell their workers to get vaccinated there's going to be a whole lot of people who aren't too happy about that. 
Joe Biden is making people cross their final line, right? The precipice is there and he's bringing more people to it. There are few things that could be more effective for our side than Joe Biden acting and talking like this. The disdain and the contempt are just so obvious now. It is all exposed. And you can actually watch Jen Psaki yesterday. She was addressing this stuff before Biden's speech in her uh, little press conference. So check this out. To use your word, how bold is the president willing to be as far as the private sector is concerned in the vaccine the mandate area, even if they don't have uh, federal contracts? Can the Department of Labor or anybody else compel major employers, uh, large employers, to force the vaccine mandates on their employees? Yes. Stay tuned. More to come this afternoon. Go ahead. Can the Department of Labor force businesses to mandate vaccines on their employees. Yes, stay tuned. Jen Psaki is happy about this. She thinks that they're doing something great. She likes the force. She likes that people are going to feel the full weight of the federal government. And what this is, is as blatant a display of what illegitimate federal power can actually do to people. All right. This is a wake up call to every American who still is not paying attention. We like to pretend that the government cannot do these things, but it turns out that all you need is an illegitimate president in office. And then the government is happy to do these things. Joe Biden and this fake administration are showing the American public very clearly that their vote did not matter and that their rights do not matter. They have one way they want it to be. You can have freedom so long as you do everything they say. You can decide what to watch on Netflix at night. But besides that, your decisions are going to be made by these communists. That's where we are. Everybody needs to wake up and understand this is what these people want. This is what the Great Reset is all about. You're going to obey them or your life will be destroyed. He is telling you that in no uncertain terms. It might be time to listen. I'll be back on Monday at the same reasonable time on the same reasonable podcast network. I don't have a network. Masks and lockdowns don't work. They lied to you about a pandemic and Joe Biden will never be president. Goodbye. Whether you're a total newbie to podcasting, or even if you've had a show before like me, you know how intimidating it can be to start your show. The tech side especially can be daunting. That's why I'm so grateful Anchor exists. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. They knock down all the barriers to entry. Let me explain. First off, it's free. I don't know how or why, but I'm happy about it. The platform's great. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. I can't even begin to describe how much easier it was to get my show on all the major platforms this time than it was a few years ago. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's right. You build your show, you make money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place, and the company is committed to the success of its content creators. 
Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for listening. Please follow the podcast on Instagram and Parler at I'm Your Moderator. Soon I'll be up on Rumble with a video aspect. In the meantime, if you'd like to support the show, I have a Substack, I'm your moderator.substack.com, where you can donate, or you can donate at anchor.fm by searching Be Reasonable with your moderator, Chris Paul. I hope to see you soon. Back out on the rain. Acting as moderator for tonight's broadcast. In my mind, that's the end game. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to follow what I'm reading and thinking throughout the day, you can do that by downloading the Telegram Messenger app and going to t.me slash I'm your moderator. On social media, you can follow me on Truth Social, Getter, and Gab at I'm your moderator. I also have channels on Rumble and BitChute. If you'd like to follow the writing, you can find me at I'm your moderator.substack.com. The merch site is cancelcouture.com or go direct shop.spreadshirt.com slash cancel dash couture. If you'd like to support the podcast financially, the best place to do that is Kofa. Go to ko-fi.com slash I'm your moderator. And all of these details will appear in the show notes with each episode. I'll see you soon down on the range. It's hell!